Hello, this is Tom Garrity, the About Perception podcast. Today, speaking with Phil Casaus, who is the editor of the Santa Fe New Mexican. Uh, Phil, you have a very uh, fantastic background. We've known each other for a number of years. Uh, I know we like to talk football and uh, how big a fan you are of TCU, but... uh, (laughs) Uh, but I, I realize today, though, you're in your new capacity as uh, editor of the Santa Fe New Mexican. Uh, give the listeners a quick recap as far as of your background. Sure. I, I started actually when I was in junior high school, middle school, in a small town in Arizona. I, I was, I'm from Albuquerque. I was born in Albuquerque, but we were living in Arizona at the time. I started the Bisbee Daily Review, and I was a stringer. My family moved back to New Mexico when I was in high school. I got a job at the Albuquerque Journal as a stringer, so I would cover Manal and Albuquerque Indian School. That's how long ago it was when Albuquerque had an Indian school. Um, And I would take scores over the phone, Manzano 52, Sandia 48, score by quarters, all that. I worked at the Journal for 19 years. Uh, I went from there to the Albuquerque Tribune. Uh, I I did a lot of different things at the Journal. I was a deputy sports editor. I, I had a lot of different roles. I went to the Tribune. I was looking for a change. I went there as a deputy sports editor, and for reasons that escape understanding, they kept giving me other jobs. So they gave me the city editor's job, managing editor's job, and then I became the editor of the paper in 2003. Trip closed in 08. I went to the Rocky Mountain News in Denver, very large newspaper in Denver. It was owned by E.W. Scripps, which I owned the Tribune. I didn't realize that Scripps didn't want to be in newspapers at all. So they closed the Rocky while I was there. I left uh, the Rocky, went to, uh, got out of the business and went to work for the Albuquerque Public Schools Education Foundation, which was a 501c3. It um, was a totally different career. I went from the money spending part of the operation to a money raising part of an operation and um, was very happy at, uh, at the APS Foundation but uh, the opportunity the New Mexican came up they were kind enough to ask me if I was interested I certainly was it's a great newspaper and for reasons that escape understanding they hired me there too. <laughs> what advice would you have for folks who want to try and first understand what media is all about uh, because I'm sure you've had a lot of perception people give their perceptions and their version of the media sure. and you've had a chance to see it from one side what first how would you respond to to that audience I really think that there I think there are a lot of places in this town in this country that would say well if you really want to see how it works why don't you just come and see it I mean if you want to come see my newspaper I mean come see my newspaper I mean if you want to sit in on a meeting I'll let you sit in on a meeting if there's something that I'm not going to talk to you about personnel matters I wouldn't go to your business and say you know young Tom you're going to go talk to an employee well you're going to do that behind closed doors that's okay you want to see a news meeting sure let's go see it you want to see how it works fine I, I, I don't really have a problem with us trying to be as public as we can be we're a private business and I'm very respectful of that and know that but I think the more we tell people about the the, the way we work I think people have have more confidence in the way we work. We're here today at the uh, New Mexico Public Relations Society of America, where you just uh, finished talking to a room full of public relations practitioners. Uh, what was some of the advice that you provided to them? Well, we talked. I think we talked a lot about what really what what it comes down to is relationships. Relationships are critical, and they're critical in every business, not just the PR business and the media business, but in everything. And I think that they are often the thing that's the most like. Like on our personal lives, we take them for granted, we don't treat them well, we don't nurture them, we don't create them. 
And I think that that is what somebody is going to have to do every day in our business and in the PR business is how am I, how am I handling this relationship? And I think the key part of that relationship is all relationships have ups and downs, but we know we're going to be here tomorrow and you're going to be here tomorrow. So how do we get to tomorrow? And I think that's the real, I think that's the real critical issue uh, every day. Second to last question, uh, where do you see the future of newspapers? It's an industry that has uh, perceptually uh, been under the gun lately, you know firsthand from uh, previous uh, newspapers. So if you were to kind of forecast, what's the future for newspapers in order to survive? That's a tough one. I think that newspapers, I mean, everybody in newspapers will tell you the same thing. Well, we've got to innovate. We've got to change. We've got to adapt. Well, that's all true, but we always had to do that. Um, I think what's really going to be interesting for newspapers, and I don't know if this will happen, but I think they are going to have to make the decision is, are we a a seven-day-a-week operation in addition to our online and I don't know if that's 10 years or 20 years or or when that is. But I think that newspapers have to become more insightful. I think they have to be, I wouldn't say magazine-y, but I would say that they're going to have to tell more in-depth stories and maybe not as not be a department store. Right now, a newspaper is a department store. You want, you want the Sandia-Manzano score? We've got that. You want to know about the state legislature? We've got that. We, newspapers may not, and frankly, they don't have the capacity they once did to, to give you the entire department store. So you might be a newspaper that says, we do X, Y, Z, A, B, C, but we might not do D through W, and um, at least not in a paper form. Online... We'll see. We'll see what the, how it monetizes. Final question, your background in sports. Uh, should college football playoff be expanded, and if so, to how many teams? Yes. I would say eight. I would say that it's going to require a rescission in the regular season, which is absolutely okay. Okay. And, and I also think that it would, the other thing I would do is make sure that TCU doesn't get in it. But that's another story. Wow. Don't worry. There's, I think, a whole bunch of other you know, SEC schools and others. that doing that for you, right? Exactly. Okay. Great. All right. Phil Casaus, editor of the Santa Fe New Mexican, thank you very much. This has been the About Perception podcast. For more podcasts of this nature, feel free to visit aboutperception.com or go to garrityPR.com and click on podcasts. Podcasts.